Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Waka waka guys, welcome back to another Bizarro Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn Extra Butter Feed episode. This time covering Revenge of the Nerds from 1984 and I'm joined by special guest CJ Emanuel. If you remember episode 96, me and uh, CJ covered Be Cool um, and you're probably asking yourself, wait a minute. Did you cover the Revenge of the Nerds franchise? Like, what's what's going on here? I haven't yet. Uh, this movie was brought to my attention by CJ. And you know me. I'm always down to have guests. And uh, CJ's a really cool dude. And I like picking his brain on, on comedy and everything. So um, it's going to be a two-parter because uh, I had some technical difficulties. So this one is going to be the first conversation conversation we had and then I'll drop the second part and maybe a day or two but uh, I wanted to get this out there like I've said I want to do more extra butterfeed stuff and put some more into that podcast feed and, and promote it more please please enjoy the extra butterfeed shows and enjoy this first part conversation I had with CJ talking about revenge of the nerds um so you asked me what I, what I had in mind and and this and why I chose this movie. It's like as we come from forty years, it's like a um. There's this one line in the movie that stuck that has stuck with me my whole fucking life. It's it's like an ex existential type of fucking question. And in this fucking crass and you know movie, you clearly can't make in two thousand twenty three. But in a way, you probably could because you know if, if you were smart yeah. about it, you know. Yeah, but, uh, there's oh lord, yeah. Like there's just right off the cream. bat, the like nowadays being a nerd is mm -hmm. almost like it's it's not just computer. Like you know, I know computers. Like we live in a technological age now where everybody's technically a computer nerd. But like mm -hmm. it's now a brass, now it's a vast umbrella of okay. Well, these people like wrestling. These people like comic books. These people, you know. Not just computers and 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 you see it in this in this lineup of people that I mean you get uh, the genius child you know who's like I don't want to go to college I want to be with my own friends and yeah, uh, the outcast like booger who's just poking his nose and is disgusting the foreigner who has no clue what's going on but is just happy to be there and yeah man I mean it's it's. This movie, oh man, if you made it now, you would have to do some really drastic, drastic changes. Yeah, dude, like this is probably one, like I said earlier, this is one franchise I didn't really think about covering because, man, when I saw this movie, of course, it was years. I was already maybe in college. No, I think it was before college because I just, I'm from a small town, bro. We didn't get cable TV, like the good cable TV, like Comedy Central, USA, all that. Until right. like I was in high school. You missed and, the all the attitude era, man. This was right, like you said, I was nine, ten years old when this movie came out. So it came out in '84. So I'm like third or fourth grade. Yeah. So I'm like, and so by the time I hit cable, I'm fourth or fifth grade. So watching it through the lens of, you know, bur burgeoning prebubescence. Tremendous words from a West Side brother, San Antonio. You know what I'm saying? 
um, just on the verge of puberty and shit and, and girls and, you know, all those movies back in the 80s. You know, it wasn't just Revenge of the Nerds. It was Porky's and Last American Virgin and Fast Times at Ridgemont High and um, all any of the the horrible ones like summer school and 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 uh, uh what's the one that's zapped it was Scott Bayo and you know yeah, that's I, you go down go I, down that that lane. I remember yeah. I remember summer school and then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Allie, the eighties just Harmon. school yeah yeah Doug so so Revenge of the Nerds is kind of like I'm not gonna say it's the airplane of those type of movies and stuff you know. It's probably like a notch below like Fast Times and Animal yeah. House, and all that, as far as you know, cult favorites and stuff. Particularly in this cancel culture era and stuff, you know, there's no way. Um, we keep saying that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop saying that because it's obvious, you know, the movie can't clearly be made the way most of the 80s can't be remade and shit. So I'm gonna yeah. stop saying that shit. But yeah, so when I was just being a little kid and and sneaking to watch a set, so at my house, we were like I was the first family to have cable among my friends and stuff. So so it was always, you know, we look at the TV guide, see where we're going to be staying for the weekend. If it was to be some bullshit, we'd be at Kyle's house and we'd watch wrestling and we'd watch, um, uh, we'd go to Blockbuster and rent videos and eat popcorn and, and tear up his room, do jungle gym shit. Because he had these like army surplus bunk beds and shit. So we used to uh. jungle gym like a motherfucker, you know, little kids and shit. So um, so if Revenge of the Nerds is on TV guide on Friday or Saturday night, shit, they would spend a night at my house and we were gonna, you know, we were gonna watch those booby movies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this was this was one of the gold standards as a as a young kid in the eighties of of booby movies, you know, and and fart joke or not fart, you know, bur- you know burping, you know, picking yeah. boogers and boobies, you know, this yeah. is perfect for you. Stuff stuff for probably 80s. yeah, for like a kid like like no, you can't watch that. You know, like parents would be like, "Oh, you can't watch that." But like, you're, oh, he's just downstairs with his friends. He's hanging out. They're they're, they're fine. The boys would be boys. They're just you know watching wrestling. And the next thing you know, you like you said, you're watching like Parkies and and all this stuff. You're like pause, yeah. or even like cable TV. You're just like, oh, we gotta rent this movie. <laughs> we gotta rent the good version, not the not the edited shit. We need the good version. Okay. Yeah. 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 And also, it's like right it- before. I was getting ready to go into like middle school and stuff. So I'm trying to imagine what that's going to be like lockers and girls and, you know, yeah. trying to imagine what that shit's going to be like. And so these movies are kind of like, okay, it's going to be like, oh, college is going to be awesome. I can't wait to be in a fraternity. Oh man, but what if I'm a nerd? Oh no, I might have to, oh, gee. you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out yeah. where I'm, I kind of yeah, feel like a black booger <laughs> a little bit. A lot of comics I hang out with a bunch of boogers, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, especially at the um, elbow. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm say shout out Brandon Dolly. Yeah. So uh, the dynamic between the two friends, that's universal throughout any, even Lewis, cut buddy cop movies. Like, and yeah, you got the yeah. one shy, the kind of the the I would say the shy down to earth, which is Gilbert, um, and then you got Lewis, who just from the very beginning he's already macking on his friend's mom. Did you notice that? Like he's like. I forget yeah, her name. But he, he greets her, grabs her. her. Oh, yeah, yeah like, low, yeah. He's like Gilbert. Low. I could be your father. Yeah, I could be. Call me. He has his own little Hugh Hefner pipe and 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 uh, robe and stuff. Like, call me father. Be a good boy. Let's go to school. So you had like an archetype of the you know the shy, stereotypical Gilbert being the you know quiet nerd. You know, and they. Touch, oblivious touch. to the fact that they were nerds. I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off there, but like they were oblivious. They they just they were smart kids. 
they were definitely, in the computers. Definitely yeah. Lewis. Definitely Lewis was like a nerd. I'm, I'm a fucking nerd. Shit, I'm about exactly. to get to college. I'm gonna be a man and I'm gonna score with women and shit. You know, so oblivious to the fact that the girls set him up when they went to go to the Alpha Beta house, like that one scene where they hear the goat. Yeah, like yeah. they're just oh, they're they're not they're not gonna they're not mean girls. They're gonna help us out. They're gonna help us get into a fraternity. Like so oblivious to that fact, and when it happens, he's like, no, Sarah Beth wouldn't or I forget her name. Sarah Beth wouldn't do that or whatever her name was. Uh, um, Betty Child, you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about? Yeah, girl that um Betty, yeah. That was all sized. Maybe that was a Freudian slip. Maybe they Sarah Beth from my childhood, if you're listening. Oh shit. Go ahead. Uh so that all happens and like we kind of we kind of talked a little bit about it when they go for the penny raid. Did mm-hmm. you does it could that still fly today? Could that still fly or is that something like Absolutely not. So cut to so so go go back to the beginning of that where the the party scene where where the no moo showed up right and the party was dead. Um, they doing the fucking whack ass talent show. You know, uh, UN Jefferson, who's the head of the lambda 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 chapter, who's evaluating yeah. whether the nerds you know accepted after their probationary period. And then uh, they break out the uh, the wonder joints. Everyone's chilling, having a good time. Boogers grabbing asses. You know, big girls are fighting over him and shit. You know, and 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 you know what? As a, as a forty nine year old man, not a nine year old kid, as I'm watching them fourteen moves trample in through the um through the through the door, there's about ten that get it. You know, what I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're not all of them. Forty years ago, somebody. But this was even as eighties. Yeah, this was the eighties standards of oh, you're not skinny and you're not short. You're these tall, but there was yeah, like there was some. mm. Yeah, I I like big women. You know what I mean? A couple little, there's a couple little something somethings up in there, man. But my favorite, my my favorite, the, the really the whole reason why I wanted to even do this show and this episode with you, bro, and this movie in particular. Is because in that scene, in that party scene, when they're getting high and they're having a good time, they getting they freak on and shit, and moves are hooking up. Poindexter sitting on a couch with that girl with the green dress and, yeah. and the glasses, right? And they smoking weed or whatever. And he goes, he asks her, he said, "Would you rather live in in the ascendancy of a civilization or during its decline?" Yeah. And she responds, "Poindexter, you want to fuck or not? You know what I'm saying?" But yeah. that question right there, I don't know why. <laughs> you know, she didn't give a fuck. She was like, I don't want to die a virgin. Yeah. Give me that Poindexter yeah. dick. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm, I'm 40 years later, I'm I'm still pondering that fucking question, man. It's like, you know, and I'm like, are we in the decline of a civilization and shit? Is the shit going down? You know, that's kind of had that feeling. And that, oh, you know, as a little kid, yeah. you, had, like, you had that shadow of like nuclear war being on the verge of that and shit like that. So I kind of felt like I was we were on the decline of it, you know, and and at the same time on the converse. So, would you rather live at the end of at the end of the Roman Empire per se, or would you rather live at the beginning of the birth of the United States as 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 a Latino? You know what I'm saying? The beginning wasn't pretty, yeah. and the fall of it. It's Especially like for our skin tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. To be honest. A rise of any civilization would probably be good, but the fall 
the fall is going to end up to another rise. You're living, while you're living, you're at the top of the food chain, and and depending on how much your life is, the good is the good life before shit falls apart. If yeah, you know what I'm saying it's on the good, but if you're like if like like in our position where we are, the where the way civils, what if what if we were on the beginning of the collapse of that shit? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, being like on, was, and then being on the beginning of a new society, you know that would be yeah. You know, I feel if you're living in the the fall of a civilization, you're at the beginning of a of a new civilization. So you can learn from your mistakes in a way, and you still be maybe teach your kid and teach your kids and grandkids. Hey, this is what not to do. Build this better civilization. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go with the latter. But what it depends on what team, like what team you're on. Are you on the team of the the one that's fallen, or are you on the team that's trying to rise? I'm the shit. Ooh, <laughs> see? <laughs> see? I didn't know we were on team. I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm living in the moment. <laughs> Huh? See, I've asked questions. I've asked versions of that question for fucking forty years. Fucking titty movie, titty and nerds and yeah, fucking, you know what I'm saying. But, hey man, if a movie doesn't make you think, is it really an entertaining movie? Yeah, you know it's it's that's a it's a question that kind of it's a philosoph and there's a, a couple of philosophical nuggets that are kind of sprinkled throughout here and shit. You know, they talked about um, nerds are are. Uh, when the jocks were in the locker room and they said, these nerds are a threat to our way of life. And in a way, maybe it's this, this grade of Iranian tobacco, shout out to my plug, bro. But I was like, as I'm thinking, I was like, yeah, those nerds were a threat to the way of life. And you, and you smash cut to now you talk about how the nerd culture is being more accepted. Now Conan talks about it now too. He's like being a nerd now. It's like, okay, it's, I'm not making fun of it. I think it's cool that nerds have, you know, they're able to have a culture and can, and can be nerds without getting fucked with and shit. And so, yeah, it wasn't that the, the, the jock way of life and this, there's still bullying and all that shit going around, but that there is kind of like a, a more nerd acceptance these days. And that and was the other, there was another line. There's another line in, in there towards the end where Gilbert grabs a microphone from the jocks and they're talking. And, and he says, he said, no one's, no one's ever really going to be, free until nerd persecution ends and look as nerd culture got accepted lgp more letters and lgp started coming out uh trans is accepted you know so yeah for real so that literally happened as nerds got accepted more society be be you can be comfortable in your own and that's kind of really the point of that movie i think was the battle to just be accepted for who you are you know what i'm saying yeah not everybody's got the nerd in them. Yeah. yeah everybody got some nerd in them and you know Hell, literally in that, in some cases in that movie, uh, uh, what's his name? Force his nerd into Betty Childs and shit. Nothing on the moon. Boing. Oh, I don't have a kazoo sounder yet. I got to get one. Hope you guys enjoyed the first part of my conversation with CJ, uh, talking about Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, the second part is uh, I was I was gonna just throw it both together. The, the two uh, conversations, but I like, I like, you know what? I hit that 15 minute mark and I think the second part, you know, it had some good meat and potatoes in it too. So I'm just going to do a two parter and uh, please, please, please do yourself a solid. Go follow CJ on all the social medias. Links are going to be in the description. Uh, he's a very cool dude. 
and um, I'm not too sure if I should keep some of the stand-up conversation we talked about, uh, maybe keep it for another Spinsters episode, but uh, very cool time talking to CJ, and uh, very, very interesting movie pick, because like I said in the intro, I haven't covered that franchise yet. I will now, but um, uh, yeah, part two coming out soon. So with that being said, take care of yourself and the people you love. Until next time, Nanu Nanu, peace.